Good morning and welcome. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group, the least racist radio broadcaster on this station at this time. That's right. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, well, then don't worry about it. But yes, Donald Trump let everyone know he's the least pra- least racist person you've ever spoken to. I'm just the least racist radio broadcaster on this station between the hours of 9 and 10 a.m. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. If you haven't called it yet, you're going to. You're just going to be the one that decides when. Maybe I'll say this. Keep waiting, and you're just going to pay a lot more. Uh, The website, allamericangold.com. Welcome to all the car auction people. and It is... uh, the season of cars coming upon the Valley of the Sun. I think there was like seven different car auctions all going on. Uh, if, if you're just tuning in, the physical delivery of legal, lawful, constitutional tender, gold and silver, it is what we do. 800 is the toll-free number. The stock and bond markets are closed. All the other markets are up and running. Uh, the dollar going to the woodshed again. Uh, we're we're going to talk why a huge announcement came coming out of Germany today. Uh, I'll fill you in on that. I, I had a, uh, a customer sent me a letter asking me a question about uh, a major economic event that's coming. We'll talk about that. Uh, and then all kinds of other interesting little tidbits in the news, uh, student loan defaults, you know, because we don't get updated all the time, but, but they come in and usually at the end of the year they update exactly who is and who isn't paying. Uh, we'll talk about that. And then commercial real estate, uh, not surprising, the worst year since 2009 uh, so we'll keep that all all in the in the gun for the show today gold and silver are up again uh, gold now 1341 and change silver up almost 25 cents uh, $17.37 uh, silver uh, 1725 was a, a support level that it blew past today uh, Friday gold blew, blew past its support levels there uh, at thirteen twenty eight, and and now we're really setting up. We're looking at uh, fourteen hundred dollar gold. Uh, very easily could happen before the end of the month. Uh, now now we're looking at at a gold price north of fifteen hundred this year. I warned you about the dollar. I've been telling you about the dollar. Matter of fact, I've been telling you about the dollar now for for at least a month. Could we break 80, or could we break 90, excuse me, break 90 and get into the 80s as early as tomorrow? Yeah, could be. We'll talk all about it. Uh, Great special today. Uh, We are all caught up here. All the metals plans are out. Uh, Anybody that was waiting for a product, everything's out. Uh, We're ready to go. Wendy is here. Uh, if you need to talk to her about signing up for the medals program, if you haven't done it, give her a call. Uh, we'll help you do it for as little as $100 a month. Uh, 
There is no maximum. $100 the minimum. We ship four times a year. So it's a great way. I think it's the best because, you know what, the best investors – Right, and they talk about it all the time. You're always in, right. You're always buying, whether it's high or low, uh, and it and you average it out, and it works real well. Uh, and the fact is, you you kind of be, you know, and I say it all the time. You got to be your own central bank. And some people say, well, what do you mean by that? And what I mean by that is, pay attention to what the other central banks around the world are doing. Because the the one thing that you'll notice is the dollar was the world's reserve currency and uh, one of the spoils, if you will, of winning World War II. Uh, and now the that that era has ended. Uh, you no longer have to buy, you know, crude oil or commodities. Uh, they don't have to be cleared in dollars anymore. Uh, and you're seeing all of these central banks, and when I mean all, I mean all of them. They've done one of two things. They've either stopped selling gold completely, or you look at the uh, the European Union. You know, when I first started uh, here 14 years ago, they were selling 500 metric tons a year. Every year. They had this little agreement. And between them, they, they didn't want any one country uh, to to overflow the market so they had this agreement you know kind of a, a gentlemanly agreement that between them all they would sell the 500 metric tons and they did it every year year after year after year now they sell none not not a single ounce you have a lot of the european central banks now if they had didn't have their gold in their native country Right, they had it, you know, stored in the U.S. for safekeeping, or or over in London, right, bringing it home. Then you look at the what I would call the, the you know the uh, developing countries. You look at India, you look at China, you look at Russia, Brazil, right, all of those the, the BRIC countries. Right, they're all adding gold, and the, and you have to kind of ask yourself why, right? Why? And, and now uh, a lot of that is coming right to fruition now. The debt's almost $21 trillion and and they all know, right? They all know what I'm telling you is true, which is, hey, in 10 years, it's going to be $40 trillion, right? And, and that's if we're lucky. Uh, but big move and big announcement out of Germany's central bank today. We're going to talk about that next. My friends are texting me, so that's like one person. How can you be the least racist if you're actually on the air? And I'm, you know, I'm the least racist on this station at this time. <laughs> because I'm the only one. So, there you go. 800-951-0592. So, I got a, a letter. Uh, this is uh, from Art. Art is a long, long time. Matter of fact, he was probably one of the originals you know when i think about when when eric started patriot 22 three years ago whatever it was uh art was one of the first people 
and he and he and he uh, asked this question: What major economic event do you see happening by March thirty first? And and uh, I'm going to tell you, it, it's already happening. And and uh, and I'll get to that in a second. Is there any chance? that the opposite of what Nixon did in 1971 could take place now, of course. For those of you that don't know what that was, that's uh, Richard Nixon closed the gold window in 1971, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. For those of you that don't that don't understand what that meant, uh, I'll, I will fill you in. But that is essentially when you hear me talk about gold, versus the debt instruments. Uh, And it doesn't matter, uh, stocks, bonds, most people, you don't own your home, right? You're making some form of a payment on it, uh, a mortgage payment or you're renting or what have you. Uh, Either way, all of these debt instruments. And if so, what effect would that have on the price of gold? Uh, Thanks for the research, Art. So... Here's what I'm going to tell you. I don't have, and, and I don't know if, if someone's making some big prediction about uh, what's going to happen uh, economically or in a major event uh, by March the 31st, uh, you know, because the, the, the win is always the hardest part. But don't be fooled. A major economic event is happening right now. They don't want you to know it, right? They, they want you to, to be distracted. But it's happening, and, and it's happening quickly now. It's gathering pace uh, this morning. And again, uh, a, a great time to make an announcement, right? As we, well, hey, the U.S. markets are closed right now, so, so no one will pay attention. Uh, Germany's central bank. Okay, now, remember, Germany was one of those countries uh, that had the, the accord about selling gold, right, 500 metric tons. Then they went to 400 metric tons, and now they don't even have one, right, because what's the point? No one wants to sell any gold anyway. They're also one of the central banks that has repatriated their gold. In other words, they brought it home. Right? It was sitting in vaults in New York. It was sitting in vaults in London and Paris. And they brought it home. Why? I mean, it's been in New York since, you know, World War II. Right? It's been in London. It's been in Paris. Why Why bring it home? And and I think we're starting to watch all of this play out. Uh, and, you know, we remember, inflation's coming. Matter of fact, it's here. And the central bankers know it. You know it because you you pay your bills all the time. Trust me, you know. Germany's central bank has decided to include the Chinese yuan in its own reserves in a further boost to the international status of the currency. Speaking at at an event in Hong Kong today, Bundesbank's announced that the decision was taken last year following the investment by the European Central Bank uh, into the Chinese currency and and uh, said that the the renminbi 
is used increasingly as part of central bank's foreign exchange reserves. And they cited the fact that, hey, last year the European Central Bank uh, made an investment or, or took some of its reserves and put it into, into the Chinese yuan. Today we're announcing we're going to start. So now maybe one of the things is they haven't done it yet. They've just announced that they're going to. Could this be maybe one of the things that's coming by March of this year? Absolutely could be. Following the fanfare around the WAN's acceptance by the IMF, right, and it's now a reserve currency, uh, it became a, uh, it made the basket of what they call the special drawing rights. The march of the WAN has been slow. Capital controls uh, still in place, right? The Chinese decide the range that their currency can float. The currency backed by the world's second largest economy. And again, I want to I want to caution you: it's not the second largest. It's the second largest if you use dollars, right? But it's the largest if you use stuff. Right. When you you normally when you say the you know which one's bigger, you'd be like, well, the one that consumes the most is the biggest. That's not what's happening right now. China consumes more than we do, but we're our economy's still bigger uh, in dollar terms. Now you could say, ah, well, you're splitting hairs or this or that. Not really. <laughs> you know. We've got an economy of close to twenty trillion. The the Chinese we, we want to say it's seven. But really it's much bigger than that. But nonetheless, its currency was only the sixth most used currency worldwide. And now ten years ago it was didn't even register, right? No one used it. Right? Now it's six. Germany today says, hey, guess what? We're getting ready. We're going to start putting that. Now, again, the the question it, it uh, leads up to is, what are they going to sell to put the Chinese currency in their basket? Of course, logical choice, U.S. dollar. And they, they, they said that it, it's not a major amount. And this is how it's going to start, right? It's going to be gradual and a little more and a little more, right? They want it to be nice and orderly. The fact that the renminbi is included in the basket, the fact that the European Central Bank has decided to add it are factors that we thought about. Let me tell you the fact that they really thought about. Uh, yeah, we do a lot of trade with these guys. That's what they really thought about. Let's let's not fool each other, right? They're not doing it because of of the ECB or the. They're not doing it because of the IMF. Right? They're not doing it for that. I mean, yeah, is it a factor? Sure, sure it is. But ultimately, at the end of the day, Germany's looking out for Germany, and and it's the reason why I keep telling you need to look out for yourself. And so you need to be ready. And they went on to, to say, you know, 
that clearly, and this is a direct quote, clearly, as the second largest economy in the world, policy initiatives in China are being felt around the world. Trade links with China are going to intensify. That was the comments out of the uh, German Central Bank. And by the way, they also went on, just so you know, uh, the Chinese currency is up about 7% against the dollar in the last year. Uh, Kind of in line, you know, everybody's really up against the dollar. Uh, According to our estimate, the estimate of the German Central Bank, the value of the Chinese currency does not provide China with a competitive advantage. On the contrary, the price competitiveness of the Chinese economy is estimated to be rather low. And that's a huge statement. From the perspective, accusations of an, of an undervalued renembi, they are actually not warranted, right? In other words, they're, they're doing just like, a, oh, no, no, China's currency is not undervalued. It's, it's okay. And what really what that means, and this is an important step, because for the longest time we wanted to say it's undervalued, it's undervalued, it's not competitive, uh, but but now they want to justify their reasonings for adding this into their reserves. And I think you're going to concede, listen, you're going to see a very continuous, uh, the pace is going to be much quicker than people think uh, as the United States dollar is going to continue to fall today as an down 50 basis points, 90.38. So we're, what, less than 40, 38 basis points away from breaking 90 and going back into the 80s. Uh, if you remember, uh, when gold made its run from uh, you know, it, it got gold got to 1,050, sold off to 700, then from 700 made its run to 1,900, and then went back, retested 1,050. Now it's going back, by the way, and it's going to go back quickly. The dollar went from about 100 in 110, 112 down into the 70s. Then it went back. So when gold went from nineteen hundred to the thousand fifty, the dollar went back to a hundred and one, maybe a hundred and two. Never, never returning to its its king dollar status. Now we're getting ready as we're coming back down here, getting ready to go back below ninety, uh, back into the eighties, uh, and I think you're going to see an accelerated pace here. Uh, we're I really can easily see uh, low 80s in the dollar index uh, by the end of the year. And, of course, that's the dollar compared to this basket, right, with the euro and the sterling and the Chinese yen or the Japanese yen and now, of course, the Chinese yuan. And, and 
what's happening is you're starting to see everybody doing all of these central banks they're doing two things one they're shoring up their gold right and they that that's been done right they've shored it up nobody's selling it uh people are buying it they're bringing it home number two now the next step in the process okay let's start getting our reserves in order Right. Let's start getting our basket of stuff, and every country has it. Right, because everybody, you need to buy stuff. The question is, in what currency do you want to buy it? Right, and for the last, you know, seventy, eighty years, for a lot of people here, uh, and the majority of people in the United States, they've really only known a world where the answer was we buy it in dollars. Everybody buys in dollars. And to go back to the rest of Art's question, is there the chance that the opposite of what Nixon did in 71 could take place? In 1971, Richard Nixon closed the gold window. In the United States, the citizenry here, we couldn't own gold since not from 1933. Matter of fact, most people don't even realize that from 1933 to 1971, it was illegal to own gold. We're going to talk about what Art was uh, asking about, go into detail about what we see. That's coming up next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. There are many ways that America is a very exceptional nation, and today I'd like to remind you of a few. First, we are blessed with the great advantage of geography. The Atlantic and Pacific Oceans protected us from invasions and war in our early years so we could grow in population and strength. Second, we have a good system for choosing our leaders and have been able to move from one regime to the next without bloodshed for over two centuries. Many other countries change their rulers only by murder or war. Third, we have civilian control of our military in contrast with many other countries where the military is usually the ruling clique. Fourth, our people have learned to accept a uniform rule of law, so we solve our disputes by law instead of by fighting. Fifth, our rich farmlands and abundant rivers make it possible for us to feed our own people. Many other countries cannot even do that most essential task. Sixth, we have abundant energy sources, and American ingenuity is discovering more all the time. With the new discoveries of oil and natural gas resources, America may have the great advantage of becoming energy independent within a few years. Seventh, because our founding fathers created a unique system based on the belief that our individual rights come from our creator rather than from government, 
and set up a system of government that was designed to bind men down from mischief by the chains of the Constitution, we have preserved individual liberty to a greater extent than any other country. So, be proud that you are an American. Invite our immigrants to assimilate into our American culture and respect its value. Teach Americanism to your children because they are more apt to be taught multiculturalism and diversity rather than patriotism in public school. This marks 50 years of the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, mailed, broadcast, and posted online to millions of Americans eager to follow her traditional conservative perspective. We continue that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. Archiving the past, addressing today's key issues, and staying alert for the future. So bookmark phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands. He was backwards, backwards, use words. 800-951-0592. Time to be your own central bank start putting it away uh, if you've been putting it away continue to add uh this is a we, we are you know again the the cycles are in place uh this is just how things work you know they're we're in the what i will call the rotation out of the dollar uh, as we continue to see the dollar plummeting uh, down over 50 basis points of today at 90.38 and falling, getting ready to go back into the 80s. Uh, but when this cycle's over, we're going to have new lows to the dollar. If we're lucky, it'll only be in the low 60s uh, in, in the basket. My guess is it's going to be a lot closer to 50 and maybe into the 40s. Uh, and, and then at that point, uh, we'll have a new currency coming. I've got two great items today, U.S. $10 Liberty gold pieces. And these are the older ones, the 1866, the 1907s. Uh, you know, and people ask all the time, hey, why the older ones versus the newer ones? And, and we'll get into... Uh, how the newer ones came about. But the answer really is simple. We believe in two things here. And we have, my since my uncle started this company uh, back in the 90s, which is we want you to be able to buy the most gold and silver as, for your money, right, as possible. And we also want you to have the ability to be as private as possible, which, you know, think about private... Hardly anything's private anymore. But to be able to buy it, sell it, trade it, and not have to uh, get 1099 and not have to provide Social Security numbers, uh, that's what we're all about. And then you think about gold confiscation, uh, and we just think there's a possibility uh, that, that you'll be able to keep the old gold versus the new gold, and we'll get into all of that in a minute. U.S. $10 Liberty Gold Pieces, 1 through 9 at 705, 10 through 19 at 700, 20 or more at 695. And you talk about uh, fractional gold here, you know, 
uh, gold thirteen forty two right now. So you're 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 talking about buying it super close to spot, uh, which is really uh, what you want to do, and then also being able to be private uh, again. It just makes a whole lot of sense. U.S. ten dollar liberties one through nine seven oh five ten through nineteen seven hundred twenty or more. At six hundred and ninety-five dollars, that's on the gold side. On the silver side, rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles four ten. They will not be four ten tomorrow unless silver falls fifty cents. If silver falls fifty cents tomorrow, they'll be four ten. If silver doesn't fall fifty cents tomorrow, uh, they're going to be four twenty. So they're four hundred and ten today. Eight hundred nine five one. Zero five nine two. Uh, if you want Wendy's here, she's great at putting portfolios together. If you're looking at, hey, I want to do fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, half a million, whatever it may be, uh, Wendy can help you do that, and I can help you do that as well. Uh, putting portfolios together for people, uh, nobody does it better than we do. So let's go to the next part of this, because really we're entering the next stage of the cycle. The first, you know, the the really the first stage was gold confiscation in '33, right? They took the gold from the citizenry. They paid you twenty. Let's just say you had two tens. Right? We ran two ten dollar liberties today. In 1933, you had to turn that in. So you had you had uh, X amount of days to get to the banks. Remember, they're going they closed the banks. For a week, all the banks got closed. When they reopened, you had to turn your gold in. And they paid you a premium. So you brought these two $10 pieces in that are $705 a piece right now. And the government paid you for the two tens $20, and they paid you 67 extra cents. Right? And let's say, hey, 67 cents. Back in 1933, you know, that wasn't like a side of beef. You, you could feed your family for, you know, probably close to a month on 67 cents. And you weren't allowed to own gold all the way to 1971. Foreign governments, however, they could. Matter of fact, 90 days after they confiscated gold, they changed the price to $35. And these foreign governments are like, what? Well, I've got, I've got some of these $10 pieces here. i got bags of them. You mean if I gave you two $10 liberties, instead of giving me $20 worth of stuff, you're going to give me $35 worth of stuff? And this was back when we, you know, we used to be an exporter. Right? Now, right, we ran trade surpluses, right? Money was pouring into this country. And they, they couldn't believe it. And they sent gold back to the United States like it was going out of style. They took... Now, here here's what... Here's how they, the, the way the government explains it, and we don't know because, you know, they don't want us to know. All the gold they took from us, from the citizenry, they melted it down, 
and it's in Fort Knox and, you know, a little bit at West Point and a little bit in Denver, but most of it at Fort Knox. And we have right now 8,000 metric tons. That's the official number. We don't know, but that's what they say. All of these foreign governments started sending gold back to the U.S. and said, yeah, give me $35 worth of stuff. That's great. After World War II ended, they started doing something vastly different. They started saying, you know what? Mm, Here's $35. Give us the gold back. And the Treasury was sending gold back to these foreign governments. We went... They, we had amassed over 20,000 metric tons. By 1971, right, we were down to the 8,000 metric tons, and we are going to be out of gold soon. And the only gold apparently we had left was the stuff we had melted down. So that was stage one. 1971, we entered stage two. Did we enter stage three in 2018? We'll talk about that when we return. 800-951-0592. U.S. $10 liberties, one through nine at 705. 10 through 19 at 720 or more. 695. Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles. At 410, 800-951-0592. Like I said, listen, you're going to call. You call now, pay less, or you call later and pay more. That's up to you. That's really going to be the only two options. Think about phase one. Phase one, the central bank got gold out of there. Right? They're like, we got to get rid of this gold stuff because we want to be able to manipulate. You got to remember why they took the gold away. Why our founding fathers didn't want them to have this power. Why they said, no, the currency needs to be gold and silver. Otherwise, <laughs> it's going to be the wolf guarding the hen house. They wanted to be able to manipulate. And when they first started manipulating, it was great. Yeah, here, take all the gold. But remember, I keep telling you, be your own central bank. These central banks, they started worrying about it by the, you know, mid to late 50s. They were turning in dollars for gold. The 60s, they were really turning it in. And then what happened? Right, We had the hyperinflation of the 70s. Remember, these central banks, they knew what they were doing. Right? They're like, man, this thing's not going to go well. And so they closed the gold window to the foreign governments. So, okay, no more trading dollars for gold. And that's it, right? We're stopping it. That's what Nixon closed the gold window in 71. And he gave that famous speech. As long as America bought American, it would be okay. And, of course, look at today. 
You don't buy American. You can't even buy American. You, even if you wanted to, you can't do it. It's impossible. You cannot buy American everything. You can't. Because let's face it, a lot of the stuff we don't even make it here anymore. But then think about stage two. So they take gold out completely. We go free floating. The debt was only four hundred billion dollars. <laughs> we the first three fiscal the first three months of this fiscal year, the government went into debt by over two hundred and fifty billion bucks. We went 195 years and only had 400 billion, and most of that was tacked on since World War II. And so, stage two, they ended the dollar for gold, but everything still traded in dollars. And then, of course, as the debts ramped up and people realized, oh, wait a minute, we're not going to be able to, to grow our way out of it. We're not going to be able to pay off the debt by 2010, right? But none of that stuff happened. And you saw gold making its run, right? The relic, you know, went down to, what, 250-some dollars. And everybody, you know, it was, you know, gold was dead and all that stuff. You know, now, you know, Bitcoin's going to replace gold today. That's, that's not happening. But stage three is what we're in now. First, we added the Chinese. Well, really, first, what happened? All of a sudden, remember the foreign governments were sending all the gold to the United States, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, you give us that $35 worth of stuff. Well, what happened in uh, in 06? Central banks stopped selling gold. They just stopped. They were selling 500 metric tons a year. That was just the Europeans. And it all stopped. Right? And then remember what happened next. Oh, wait. You know what? We want the gold back. <laughs> right? right? And now for the last, what, 12 years in a row, central banks have been, what, adding gold. Think about it. Starting in the late 50s, up until they closed the gold window, right? What were central banks doing? They give us the gold back, just like they're doing today. But something else happened. They added another currency into the reserve basket, right? The Chinese yuan, renminbi, whatever you want to call it. And now you, we, we've talked about how they, they've, they're supposed to this week start clearing trade in their own currency, right? Something 
you know what, no more. We're not going to clear trades in dollars. We're not going to clear trade in euros. We're going to trade clear trades in our own currency. And now you have the German Central Bank coming out. Yeah, hey, guess what? We're going to add it, right? We know India's adding it, Pakistan's adding it, right? South Korea's going to add it all. And, and you start thinking about, well, who are they going to take it away from? Who is it that the central banks are protecting themselves from when they stop selling gold? Who is it that they were protecting themselves from when they started adding gold back to their portfolios or bringing their gold home? All the same person. We'll tell you who that is next. 800-951-0592. The dollar's at a three-year low. Uh, Gold's you know, thirty, forty dollars away from a three-year high, right? Yeah, that's what's going to happen. U.S. ten-dollar liberties, one through nine at seven oh five, ten through nineteen at seven hundred twenty or more at six ninety-five. Uh, rolls the silver eagles at four ten. Uh, silver up twenty-four cents, uh, seventeen thirty-eight. Uh, gold's up. Uh, over six dollars in change, thirteen forty-one, thirteen forty-two uh, on gold today. Uh, we're talking about you know being your own central bank, and, and the the question that that are asked: what are what is everybody getting ready for? What is everybody preparing for? The same thing they prepared for right when the seventies rolled around. Now, I, I think it's going to be stagflation. I mean, maybe it would be hyperinflation again. Either way, for us, it'll be the same, right? It, everything's going to cost way more. Uh, the 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 dollar's going to be falling, uh, even though interest rates are going to be rising. Uh, the the debt is going to, and this is one of those things that that isn't priced in, right? Rising rates and what it's now cost us to finance twenty trillion plus dollars and going, you know. Uh, Trump's coming up on one year, right, as president. And again, it was 19 trillion and change when he got there. Now it's 20 trillion and change, right? I mean, we're we're adding a trillion bucks a year, and it's going to get worse. And every all these central banks are getting diversified and trying to make sure that their exposure to the dollar is uh, keeps diminishing. And this is really when you think about why do Amer- why do you buy gold and silver here? It's a hedge against your currency. Listen, our currency is not the renminbi. Right? It's not the Chinese one. That's not our currency. Our currency is the Federal Reserve note. It's the U.S. dollar. Listen, and if you want to buy Bitcoin and stocks and houses, listen, it's great. Yes, but you need to have some wealth insurance, and that's where we come in. And like I said, the decision yours. You're gonna call. It's just, how much are you going to pay? right? If you want to pay more, don't call today. right? Call me next month or the month after. Call me at the end of the year. Listen, I told you, I called the bottom at 1,050. I said it was, the bottom was 1,080. I was off 30 bucks. I called the bottom in gold two years ago. I called the bottom in gold last year. Right? I called the bottom in gold last month. I gave you a two-week window. 
said, listen, the bottom is going to be between a week before and a week after that Federal Reserve meeting. I know, gold's up 110 bucks since then. It's just getting back to where it needs to be. I mean, uh, is it, I think, man, I didn't think we're going to break 90 this quickly. Uh, the announcement out of the German Central Bank today kind of solidifies what I've been uh, believing all along. I think you're going to see uh, a lot of interest rates rising around the world uh, as inflation picks up. I think you're going to see a continuation of central banks diversifying themselves away from the dollar. And I think you're going to see new highs, at least multi-year highs, of both gold and silver. Uh, 800-951-0592. By the time stage three ends, the dollar will not be the major player in world markets. Everybody take care. Enjoy the rest of your MLK day. We'll talk tomorrow.